Hey everybody, before we start the show, we have a promo from one of my favorite other podcasts right now, Two Monsters Rolling Dice. Howdy y'all, we're Two Monsters Rolling Dice, an actual play tabletop roleplay podcast played in the cinematic fake core system, with a new and original score and a cutting edge sound design, fully included. We're a team of real life friends and nerds focused on collaborative storytelling, character-driven drama, and immersive original worlds. It'll be hard for you to decide who in our stable of monsters is your favorite, although, let's be honest, it's probably going to be me. Our first season, The Uncanny Valley, is set in the low-fantasy world of Palmyra at the onset of its steam age. Join us on the Isle of Khan, where nothing is as it seems, and all the cowboys, humans, elves, everyone feel the pervasive weight of an inexplicably strange feeling in the air. If you're looking for intrigue, drama, laughs, cowboy duels, dinosaurs, political conflict, mysterious supernatural phenomena, and so much more, all in the style of an old-timey radio dramedy, give us a try. Check us out at twomonstersrollingdice.com or by searching for Two Monsters Rolling Dice wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Thank you. And... Back to the story. Eat my tarts. Hey everyone, this is Big Campaign Stories. I'm your GM, Jeff. And last time we left off, our heroes had just gathered Ravik and were bringing him back to base. But to start us off, as always, some lightsaber checks. John. This is John playing as Lucius, and I got a six. Sean, where are you going to get? I'm Sean. I'm playing fours. Shut up, John. <laughs> and, and I got a three. Jesse. All right. I'm Jesse. I'm playing as Oswald, and today I got a two. Beat that, Sean. Uh, Mav, go ahead. <laughs> I'm Mav. I'm playing Dosh. I got a 16. At least uh, somebody can roll high. I'm saving mine. Just wait for you to grab your second lightsaber check before anybody else gets one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got four arms, so... But Dosh and Fours driving back with Ravik in the back of the record. You guys will pull up into the office. Um, but I was going to say, how's Ravik's like, mental state? Is he with it today? Is he? Yeah, when you guys picked him up, he cheerfully called out that, Ah, my chauffeur! And as you guys pull up, You'll look outside with that little bit of confusion of, this doesn't look like House Oasis at all. But he does not seem to be in a aggravated state at all. Fair enough. I'll hop out, open the door for him, help him out of the wrecker. He'll step out, taking your shoulder as he looks at the fine building in front of him. Hey, we're going to get you some help. Excellent. You guys will take care of my bags? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it's already taken care of. And I'll be pushing the door open to move inside. Yeah, he'll follow after. Uh, Inside, Lucius and Oswald. Uh, Max and Acolic are hanging out with Gore, unless you guys have them sectioned off or put in a different spot. But they'll just be over sitting on his desk, BSing with him. No, fine with me. It's not like they're prisoners or something. Same. It's because they tried to kill us once. Did they? (laughs) Eh, not really. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They resisted robbery. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they were gonna try were they 
Yeah. Except the Dodge had to beat the crap out of that one guy. Blanca. Blanca, yeah. Blanca total would have been cool. Yeah. Just killing all of us. <laughs> yeah, probably. So yeah, we're good now. Even Stevens, as they say. We took their <laughs> RV. The end. We let them live. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where are we keeping their gear at? Can we say it's kind of in our uh, our shop? Yeah, absolutely. Then um, I'll usher everybody into there. So down below in the cold workshop, you will all be gathered, with the exception of Barry and Gore. And Cobbler somewhere upstairs, wandering around. Max will ask, is this the guy? This is him. Yeah, I'll introduce him. This is uh, Ravik. Yeah, Max and Ravik will shake hands before Max will suggest, uh, hey, why don't you take a seat, Ravik? As a colic will head over to the slightly dinged up and damaged laptop that from before uh, that survived the adventure back home here. And he'll start hooking up the machine. Is there anything that you guys are up to? Before they start digging into Ravik. Uh, I'm going to be hovering over Max's shoulder while he sets stuff up, just because I'm curious. I'll be trying to calm Ravik if he seems like he's getting kind of weird about our prod into him sort of stuff. What is Attain exactly? Is it something like in his brain or something? Correct. It is a chip normally inserted into a skill slot that attaches that gives the person skills. But as Dosh had mentioned before, that this one looks like it had been forcefully put in. Is that like a port mm-hmm. that they have installed? Correct. Yeah, so I would be scared. So it's like having a having a USB welded to your computer instead of just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Correct. Ravik sits down fine and he's talking with you all. As Max the Colic starts setting up machinery and all that, you can see the perspiration begin on his skin as Ravik starts to look more and more uncomfortable. Uh, Ravik, we really are trying to help you. So please, please trust them in what they're doing. I'm going to go grab him a water. Fours run scrub of water. Uh, Lucius, as you're trying to calm him down, go ahead and give me that diplomacy check. I attempt to diplomatize. And I got a total of 24. Yeah, you're able to swash some of his fears, but you can definitely see the discomfort on his face and his body language confirms that whatever's that what's happening to him now is probably, though a lot kinder, is enough to make it similar to what happened to him before. Yeah, he's having flashbacks. Yeah. Max Nicolico looked to you guys to give you the we're ready when you are is oh man <laughs> stupid question to ask in front of the the patient uh, <laughs> were you about to ask if this was safe <laughs> safe or painful or what <laughs> should we uh i i guess i'll look to uh ravik and say uh just in case there's any like chance that you might freak out <laughs> <laughs> would you mind being restrained at all Oh, uh, with the 24 from Lucius, he'll look to Dosh for support. If you guys all think I need that. Um, yeah, I'll say, how can I put this? Like, I'm trying to be nice, but honest at the same time. Someone's did this to you before, and we're trying to undo what they did. I think this will be for the best. All right. He'll nod along and uh, be willing to be restrained. Once that's completed, Max and Colic, if they have the go from you, they will start to connect in. Let's do it. The cock attaches a few wires to the open moon slash uh, space where the tain's been inserted into the skull of Ravik and will start pulling up information on his laptop. What do we see? Right now, it's a bunch of basically like C++ script, mm-hmm. just letters, numbers, all that. But as a colic works, he'll point out on the screen kind of where things have been adjusted. 
He's like, yeah, yeah, this definitely looks like Margaret's work. You can see where she has patted over uh, extra people into his memory. Whoever they got this from, I'm not seeing any connection as to why they would put this in him. I don't know. It just seems odd because they obviously didn't swap him. They killed the other guy, you said, right? What other guy? Well, this team, this team is somebody else. What do you mean it is somebody else? Like it's another person's memories? Yeah. Colic will pull up a picture of Artemis Oasis a Corleon gentleman, and say that, yeah, this guy was reported dead a while ago, probably around the same time this happened, but all the information in here says that this was somebody else's and then looks like they put it into your friend. But if this guy's dead, then I guess they still have your friend. This is some sort of resurrection workaround service. Die, but you get your brain uploaded into a different different person. <laughs> Whether they like it or not. Yeah, try and wipe over their memories, and then you have a new body. A colic will say, no, it it seems messier than that. I mean... They can't wipe out the host memories. Yeah, I mean, normally when you install a team, the subject has to be awake and aware, right? So they can communicate with you if they're accepting or they're understanding the script that they're now being put into. They must have had to put this in here to keep him alive while they got what they wanted, which is why the other guy's dead, but that means they took something from Ravik. So someone's got to... I'd say Margaret probably has a tain of whatever's in Ravik's head that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this was the sandbag to the idol at the beginning of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good way to put that. If you take it out, is it going to hurt Ravik at all? A colic would, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I don't know if we can take it out. Max, being the actual kind of uh, cybernetics doctor, would, this tain's been forcefully put in there. It's bad connections. It's linked directly to his brain. Unless you have a replacement for it, uh, pulling this out would put him comatose and dead within a few days. Can you, like, quarantine his memories and the memories of the person in the taint are conflicting and it's making him kind of go crazy? Is there a way you can quarantine the memories but still allow him to survive? I mean, we can, yeah, we can turn this off. I don't know what that'll do to him, but can't extract it without having something to replace. Could we look at what portion of Oasis is on this tain and use that to figure out what portion of Ravik is missing? Um, like, is that how is that how it works? Like, it's a one for one swap in terms of like the the section of your personality or your memories or whatever. No, nah, it's not one for one. Unfortunately, everyone's a little bit different. Void, Android, Illicin—they all store differently. I imagine since Ravik's Corleone as well as Artemis was, this was the closest kind of match. Maybe we can still isolate what's on the Tain to get more information about. Oasis and maybe track down what happened to them. That might be a good lead to go after the gang that did this. For the Tain swap, does it have to be a personality Tain or can it be any sort of thing? Because I have I have a Tain on me, but I don't know if it's the right one we need. It can be another Tain. That's fine. It's just it'll. I don't know how that'll interact with them. This isn't put into a chip slot that is meant to integrate, which means that putting something else in there is fine. He's still going to have a missing block. Mm-hmm. And everything I'm seeing here. Looks like this Artemis fellow worked for one of the banking firms downtown. Looks like he was a front teller at a nice house. There's a lot of information here about, I guess, anniversary dates and shopping lists, but this all seems pretty irrelevant. And you can't just delete that information. I can. Can't promise what deleting that would look like. Has anyone looked either of these guys up on the constant? I'll start doing that now if, it's, if nobody speaks <laughs> up and says yes. <laughs> I have not, no. Yeah, no. I mean, Akalik has Artemis pulled up on his laptop, but... Yeah, before this affected Ravik, what did he do? Who was he to this world? 
Yeah, go and give me a computer use check for whoever is looking this up. Go ahead and drop that in here. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, it's a random number. I got a 13. Yeah, searching through information, it doesn't appear that Ravik was very active. Didn't seem to do post updates or didn't seem to use a lot of social media. The best connection you do find is he does have a a mother back in a villa on the Corleone continent. Mm-hmm. That's like northern Corleone? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is she active on social media? <laughs> uh, active enough. There's pictures of her with a young Ravik, as well as a younger person that also looks somewhat like Ravik, which you assume would probably be a brother or cousin. Mm. What's the uh, age difference on the on the brothers? About five years. And Revix was uh, early 20s, or how old was he? Late 20s, early 30s. Okay. Hmm. Well, then to me, it sounds like he, if you can't do anything that you're certain will help, then then we're kind of done with this. And until you figure out who was the the tech they kept mentioning? Margaret Rayland. Margaret Rayland? Mm-hmm. She's an orphan. <laughs> anything to do with Tyfe Rayland? Oh, probably as much as I have. So Margaret Raylan was the person that forced Attain into this guy. My colloquial say, Margaret Rayland is a scriptwriter, like I am. She programs these or puts these in. More than likely, it was Silmora who probably forced this into him. Silmora. So the, all the ones that we're talking about right now are the ex-gargoyles that worked on Ravik. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who take memories from the living. They all work as a group, like a mirror mirror version of us. All right, great. So they are working together. The Silmora and Margaret, they're on the same team. Yep, Silmora, San, Margaret Rayland, and Jean. Jean is an android. That is just basically a core. Mm-hmm. I think we knew that uh, that third group, the Exargoyles, they're a tech gang based out of Dusk Banter. Correct. But yeah, the impression I get is that they're just another group of high-tech weirdos that, that scored a Tower Optics contract, just like Max and Akalik did. All right, so maybe the Exargoyles can set him straight. Do we have any clue where they might be? I don't think so. Other than dusk banter, no. <laughs> Max and Colic would look to each other and look to you guys and no, I, I I know they're based in town. Well if we if we were a Tower Optics, how would we reach out to them to do some work? Max would I'd imagine Gore could probably find him. He used to be a gargoyle. What? <laughs> huh. Didn't know that. And they'll they'll look at each other like shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the gargoyles are just a gang, right? A tech gang? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it looks like it was worth it bringing you guys in here. If we help you find them, can we have our stuff back? <laughs> <laughs> it was nice seeing you again. Aww. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we get our 2,000, right? Of course. And you're still going to need somebody to put his taint in, right? Uh, I don't actually know the answer to that. Because maybe uh, the ex-gargoyles can do something to fix it. Maybe they, they have... I don't know. Hate to say it. Maybe they're just better at this than you. Max will look at you with a, yeah, man, I, I, I imagine that they're probably willing to take situations I think are deplorable. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll look at Ravik. Good call. You should probably go ask them politely. <laughs> <laughs> or you could hire two competent people that know how to use the machinery you have. <laughs> You just said you were uncertain about whether or not you could help him, or whether it would fix anything. Oh, you mean here in this garage with his half a chunk of his brain with somebody else's? Yeah, I'm finding that part real hard. You get back the rest of his tame, though, 
that might be worth getting our machinery back. I didn't even realize it was in two pieces. I thought it was just a different Tane. So here will be the deal. If you can fix him, then you can have your equipment back. Hell yeah. Sounds like we need to get that Tane then. Yeah, a colic will throw out there and, I mean, heck, you can keep 2000 if you just want to hire us. Huh. That way we kind of get our stuff back and you still get to kind of keep it. All right, wait here. I'll make a motion for the important people to follow me. <laughs> Ravik will try to get up and then be like, oh, excuse me. No, no, you stay where you are. We'll be right back. <laughs> you will leave and behind you can hear the excited whispers of Max the Colic. Probably go into the lobby, grab a tea or something. You guys think that we can trust these guys? You can hear down the hallway the ting of gore flicking cat treats off the wall for Cobbler to jump up and catch. <laughs> As you can see, Barry is very disappointed staring at all the food that Cobbler is not catching that is just laying on the floor. Because <laughs> somebody's going to vacuum that later and it's not going to be Lucius. <laughs> I'd like to think that vacuums haven't been invented. <laughs> we get into our hover car. It's the, it's the one problem that has plagued this world since the dawn of time. And there's no ma- there's no magic fix for it either. Yeah. <laughs> it's because there's one asshole with a patent on a uh, bag of holding tied to a stick. Oh god! <laughs> and he won't sell it or let anyone reproduce it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Uh-huh. It's called Heward's Handy Hoover Sack. <laughs> well done. Yeah, take psychic damage from my pods. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, can we trust them? I mean, I don't really see why not, but I wouldn't. Because it looks like we could use them. Yeah. What they would have to gain from lying to us is getting their stuff back, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as that doesn't happen prior to Ravik actually being helped, then I don't see why they'd be lying to us. Unless they're looking for a way to hurt Ravik. Sure. I'm thinking trust them in general. Trust them to actually work with us. Like, in our future endeavors and all that. It's not like we know them like we know Sharab. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really know Gore. We just hired him. And Oh, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's a, he's a gargoyle. Yeah. Well, my vote is we take him on. Are you just going to hire him on the spot? Yeah. That's what I did with all of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's true. Yeah, I'm down. All right. All your lead, boss. And uh, we'll walk back in on him. And I'll look them both in the eye and say, you can fix this man, you're hired. Yeah, Max will light up at that. Given a chance? Absolutely. Yeah, you find us that team, and we will make sure Mr. Stokes here is back up and running. Sounds good. I'll shake their hands. What time of day is it? Uh, at this point, I think you guys are probably looking at 2, 3 p.m., so mid-afternoon. Right. Okay. I'm going to pull up the constant on my data pad and see if I can find any leads about how i might be able to contact or if they if they have a web presence <laughs> essentially the bad group margaret and and bunch didn't it seem like gore maybe had an in on that yeah wall four is just looking things up say we go talk to uh to gore yeah down below a colic will cozy up next to you fours and offer to help you try to find information mm, yep you know if you got your data pad out and yeah yeah They'll open up some forums on their laptop as they will start trying to help you find them. Cool. Max will kind of look a little bit around like, uh, where do I, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> he'll make sure Ravik's disconnected from the machinery safely and he'll unstrap him. But Max will, I guess, just sit in the garage and watch 
Fors and the colleague get to work as you guys head upstairs to talk to Gore. Upstairs, you come around the corner to see Barry with his hands on his hips as Gore is giving him that look, sweeping up cat treats off the floor. Yeah. As they're having a brief stare down, Cobbler will run up and jump onto Oswald. Hey, snuggle, 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 tuck in a jacket. So, Gore, we're hoping that you have some information for us. We just got brought to light that you might be friends with um, Silmora and Margaret and their robot gene. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll start with, like, I just cleaned up the cat food. <laughs> before oh I, I don't i don't i don't know those guys uh he will say sheepishly look at the clock <laughs> like yeah i'm not gonna roll roll a sense motive on that <laughs> <laughs> max and Achillic told us but he got a 16 on his bluff <laughs> <laughs> i believe you <laughs> See that but yeah fun. you'll Gore will, you'll hear him breathe through his teeth as he's like, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know of them. I I left the gargoyles a little bit before they did. Those guys were getting too, uh, too busy, too much deciding who's supposed to do what and whose job it is and who didn't or didn't reset the servers. I just wanted something relaxing, like secretary work. Mm, I see. Well, what do you know about them? Ooh, man, they're weird. Like, dangerous weird. Yeah, Max and Achilles had made jests about that. They have something that we want. But yeah, Gore will take a seat. Yeah, no, I mean, when I mean they're weird, they're... Silmora tried to become a Sulane doctor and failed. Got into the tech side because thought it was a cheap way or easy way to make some bucks while keeping up the knowledge he learned. But he likes to collect the parts he takes. You know, if he puts in a leg, he keeps a leg. Puts in an arm, he keeps an arm. That's disgusting. Yeah, I'd say, you know, that's why they kind of got kicked out, because you're not really supposed to mix technology and necromancy. It just gets gross, you know? It's a, yeah, it sounds like whoever's... Who's contracting them again? Tower Optics. Tower Optics. It sounds like whoever's in Tower Optics is contracting them. They're, there's something about necromancy on this, and that's a something that's binding all these things together, as far as I can see. No, Tower Optics is good money. Is it called necrology? <laughs> 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 oh, got up this morning and checked my necrology. I consulted my necrologist. Yeah, as you guys are questioning Gore about it. Down below, Fours and Akalik. Go ahead and give me your computer use. Uh, Akalik's pretty slick with the computer, but they're specifically aiding me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to roll theirs as well. Oh, okay. I will roll my computer use of a 24. With Akalik working as well, you guys are able to find what you're pretty sure is Margaret's handle, uh, which is Blue Flower Field. Have we come up with uh, fictitious uh, social networks for a big campaign? Because <laughs> we need to. <laughs> I will let you guys make that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mine is going to be called Beholder. Is that a dating app? <laughs> the Eye of the Beholder? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody uses a Tyfe book. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Everybody would use that. <laughs> All right, so we don't find them on Beholder. We find them on Typebook. <laughs> Fours and Akalik will find Blue Flower Field on the forum sites for people with questions on how to write scripts. Mm. All right. So how, how certain are we that this is them? What's their level of confidence? With both of you working together, the 26 that you have through Akalik's aid, 
you're pretty sure. If this isn't Margaret, this is somebody pretending to be Margaret. Okay. And uh, I'll look to Akalik. Uh, what do we ask her? Are we trying to get her out or trying to find where they're at? Um, yeah, good question. Do you think they still have the Tain? Or is this like, uh, we need to find them to find out where the Tain is? Imagine we'd have to find them. I don't know if they sold it. I don't know if that was part of their contract with Tower Optics. Mm. Or if they just kept it as a trophy. Yeah. All right. So I guess just either way, finding out where they are. Do some uh, stocking. <laughs> see if that blue flower field is uh, tied to anything else. See if I can maybe see some photos, catch some landmarks. Yeah. You and a colleague then will start to use your computer use effectively as gather information. Okay. Cool. It's going to take you guys five hours. Ugh. As you begin trying to find somebody who is also tech savvy on the internet. Mm-hmm. Up above, Max will poke his head in and, can I can I have a coffee or water or something? <laughs> Without looking at him, wave him off. Yeah, yeah, go find something. Barry will, with the professionalism of a butler, be hovering <laughs> right behind him. I'll show you where it is. <laughs> or will I can, I can start looking if that's what you guys want. Could take me a bit, but see what I can find. Can you do it safely? Yeah, of course. Grab his fancy new phone, Dosh got him, and start typing away. Sounds like Gore would have that covered then. I might go to Ravik and... Uh... Max let him out, just... Oh, okay, good. Didn't know what to do with him. For fours and a colleague, Ravik's kind of walking around downstairs in the garage, looking over things with the confidence that he knows what everything is. <laughs> As yeah. he... Mm, mm-hmm. I used to have one of these, and... Uh, yeah, sure. Sure you did. Okay. <laughs> Is he speaking as Ravik or speaking as Oasis? He seems to be speaking as Ravik. Okay. But he seems to mainly be focused on the mechanics tools and repair tools that Oswald was using on the uh, sculptor, which I guess you guys do still have the main part of the sculptor. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I don't want to leave Ravik on the streets, but also, what else do we do with him? I was thinking, like, he can just stay here. Yeah, there's there's rooms. I mean, I know you guys obviously probably have a bathroom, but do you guys have, like, a shower here? Yeah, this place was built to house, like, a team of adventures. Mm-hmm. There'd be, like, extra rooms, place to shower, a common area, a kitchen. Okay. Shrop would offer, since his apartment's across the street, if you need an extra room. Well, it's nice of you to offer if you've got an extra bed or an extra mattress, if you've got the space to put someone up, someone else up. Yeah, Shop would say, not a problem. I can I can take care of Ravik. If, he, uh, if you don't feel safe, let us know. Absolutely. Plus, it'll give me time to figure out how I'm going to expense. And he looks over. <laughs> Two new employees. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you guys tell him that, he'll, uh, okay. And we'll just push the two-year plan into the trash. Shop <laughs> <laughs> will take Ravik by the shoulder and, hey, do you like tea? And Ravik would say, no. <laughs> but I'll take some Punch Junction and Shrop would, well, yeah, absolutely. I think I have some. <laughs> it's perma-stocked in the fridge. They'll head out the front and head towards Shrop's apartment at the corner there. Has that guy had the chance to play a single game of chess since he started working for us? He has not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did he even have somebody he was playing chess with after the baker died? He's had a few people swing by to play chess with him. Okay. Between when the baker died and he got a job here. Since yeah. working here, he has not played chess. I think he uh, used to play with uh, Chavri, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. In- Investigator Chavri Das? Mm-hmm. Don't think I knew that. 
It's all connected. Yeah, right. <laughs> Raleigh, that was the baker. Yeah. Don't worry, folks. We only have 80 NPCs that I'm aware of that we have to track. <laughs> Speaking of, how's Rogbert doing? <laughs> oh, Rogbert. <laughs> he probably got kicked out after their failure to drive a truck through a fence. <laughs> it's an adamantium fence, all right? Let's not forget that detail. Yeah, they'd make more money stealing the fence. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're actually surrounded by a gold mine. Where were we? You guys do have a bit of time as Fors and the colleagues seem to be deep in research. If uh, Gore is sitting upstairs, feet up on the desk, petting cobbler as he seems to be working furiously on his phone. Well, maybe it's time we started to think about um, how we're going to make that money from this heist. Because, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to be very useful in trying to find out where these guys are. Oh, yeah. yeah, same. Well, I'm not going to be available to, to grab points. <laughs> At least not a right not right away. Maybe just before it goes down. If today's Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. So this is Thursday afternoon. The party's Friday evening. Yep. I'm probably not going to have much of a chance to do any preparation for you guys if I'm looking up. <laughs> Doing the old sense motives. Yeah, you're going to have to figure out how to uh, do your appraisals some other way, John. So... Del Rose, that's who is going to be hosting this event, right? Correct. Where is it going to be at? Like kind of like a um, museum type of thing or their own place? At their own place, at the Del Rose estate. So I'd imagine it's a private estate. You can't just walk in there, right? Correct. If we can think of a way to get in there, then we can at least try to pace the place for what we need to take. I thought that's why we needed the fancy duds. We're going to show up, get fancy duds and show up to this this party, right? But what I'm hoping is that we have an idea of what we're going to try to steal while we're there. Because mm-hmm. we don't really know that. What was it? We need like X amount of value. Correct. Yeah, 125,000 credits is what she basically took out through a loan in a dying company that Amon purchased. So they're looking to get their money back, however that fits. Right. Because, yeah, we could be casing the entire place and like looking for art or things and then not even know that there's like a... I don't know, $120,000 cred stick under the mattress. But it's just different levels of searching. Yeah. So I'd like to think of a way to actually visit this place and see what they got. Show me what you got. <laughs> I can pry and scope it out and get inside. That's breaking and entering. It sure is. And I wouldn't be the best at like identifying the value of anything I'm looking at. Like I would probably say oh fancy art shiny gem those are expensive right (laughs) but i could maybe wear a a camera or something and somebody else can review the footage afterwards they'll like to avoid the breaking and entering thing i could stay on the outside and look through windows then it's mere trespassing (laughs) (laughs) what legal authority do we have actually can we be like hey we're repo people yeah we're licensed like can we show up and be like we're taking this and you can't do anything about it yeah, legality-wise, if you can show up and take it back, you know, they're not supposed to engage, but that's part of that problem, right, is mm-hmm. until you get to the point where you've taken this stuff, like, they can't report the stuff stolen if you guys take it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're you're collecting on what they have not paid. But um, they can shut their doors and lock them. Correct. And then breaking and entering becomes a problem, right? Or if they believe they have a lethal reason to try to defend themselves then you get into that whole fiasco. But yeah, you guys operate under professional finders keepers laws. So if you jack the stuff, 
they, they, they have nowhere to go. Like they can't call the seekers on you. Right. <laughs> like what if maybe we use like Dosh's fame or something to, to invite ourselves over for tea or something. I don't know. You know who has more fame than Dosh? <laughs> I do. But he's busy <laughs> in a fucking <laughs> gather information check. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we know that they wrote Jamak, right? So mm-hmm. we could go over there and try to toot their horn. Somebody could try and uh, play themselves off as like a critic or a early reviewer or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, try to get an interview in before the party. Is there any Dosh model like art critics or celebrities or anything like that? Or a, a number I can roll? Yeah, go ahead and give me that uh, knowledge corporate. Oh, no. Lucius, tell me about pop culture. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have a couple skill points in these things. (laughs) You're a knowledge guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any points in this at all. And I rolled a 15. You're trying to think of who the Tom Cruise of the Dosh model. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this would fit in kind of with what you've heard a little bit before. What you guys learned about Levis Lyra is that Livix is a Dosh model. She's the one who writes articles on the celebrities and people of that sort. I will uh, do some look, a little bit of research, not a whole lot, not hours, but just a little bit. Just want to see if it would be easy enough for me to try to impersonate this person. Like, do they have any sort of features that really stand out? Watch a couple other episodes, maybe. Yeah, they don't write a show. They write for the Amon Daily. Okay. Um, that's harder to do then. I mean, you could just probably just look them up and they've got like a profile picture for, the, for what they do. Yeah. Correct. But them being a writer is, if we can impersonate them, that, that might be yeah. super easy to get in. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. Should we do that to get in beforehand and see if we can scope the place out a little bit and get a tour? That's what I'm hoping. Well, tomorrow's the show, right? It's Thursday and we need to go on Friday, so. Mm-hmm. So we'd probably want to go, like, probably now-ish. Yep. If we could. Yeah, it'll take a couple hours to get up to the Art Ferry District if you're driving directly, leaving behind Fours, Max, Akalik. Gore and then the rest of the team. Yeah, is Oswald coming? So I was gonna ask, like, do you want me to come along or you got you got a different job for me, boss? If we're trying to find ways to give us advantages in this heist, it sounds like it'd be best if we used you in a different way. But I don't know what that way is. What would you want to do to try to try to figure out how to gain an advantage in this heist? Go about the property as best I can, frankly. Mm. I, I have a suspicion we're going to need to exit in a hurry. Like yeah. We might have a good way to get in, but I doubt we're going to have a good way to get out once you start noticing things are going missing or things are going wrong. That's a really good thought. Like We'd be in kind of the same area, scoping it out, but it would probably be easier for me to be an assistant or something to, to dosh than mm-hmm. for you and your grappling hook armor. Yeah, you'd have to carry around a big-ass ladder or something, boss. <laughs> so it sounds like, yeah, dosh and I go off and do our thing. Yeah, we'll all take a trip up there, but we'll be doing separate things. Yeah. Okay. And we'll let Forrest know what's up. Cool. Yeah, back at base with Robic taken care of by Shropdell, Forrest, and Akalik as you guys are working downstairs. You guys are finding a fair amount of information. It takes a while to kind of track patterns and kind of how they post and where they're posting and what they're talking about. You notice multiple times Margaret will reference her sister, and no matter what her username is. And so that gives you guys all kind of a common point to kind of track her across different pages and different places. Okay, that's handy. Eventually, though, what helps to kind of give it away as you guys are digging and looking is 
two different pictures, one of which shows the outside of kind of a dilapidated apartment building. It looks like its construction was never finished on it, um, as well as a picture that is of downtown Dusk Banter. Okay. So we've got maybe a, a block, a city block, narrowed down to that, roughly? Correct. As well as a few of their comments kind of reference things in the area. Some of the more benign ones might simply be like, talking about how they hacked a sale at the local clothing store, Mithrain's. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to look up like when that store had problems and how long they lasted for kind of thing. So you can say, okay, they were close enough to this, this building, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So looking for an unfinished apartment building, downtown Dustmanter that's close to Mithrain's. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have knowledge local or the far lesser used knowledge geography? <laughs> not that knowledge local is used all that often <laughs> i do not i have knowledge nature full stop yeah no try where i mean if there's another skill that works for kind of what you're trying to line up you're definitely welcome to use that mm-hmm. at least kind of from this you're you're able to determine there's probably a couple block area that they must be based out of yeah i can i can narrow it down on uh just on a map and yeah if I show that to somebody who does have knowledge local, they go, oh, it's got to be this place. It's got to be, you know, this cross street. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, so you're able to find that. Gore will eventually start to walk around looking for Lucius and Dosh and everybody. <laughs> or he'll come downstairs and ask, you know, where where did everybody go? Oh. <laughs> uh, they, they went out uh, to do prep for a job. Oh, okay. <laughs> did they... Did you just get in? Did... <laughs> <laughs> they asked me to find Margaret. Oh. I don't know where she's at, but I got a response back from her on one of the forums. Oh. What did what did you say and what did she say? As you remember looking at forums, you may have probably like scrolled past it because you didn't know the other username there. Mm-hmm. You're dropping his screen name. Oh, I was checking to see if I had his screen name written down. Mm-hmm. It looks like I never actually put it down. So you'll see BoringThorn36. Uh, very good. He seems to be referencing that he has scripts that nobody else can decipher, uh, which is enough to get, at least on this forum, Blue Flower Field, to tell him to either shut up or put up, show us the scripts, as he seems to be goading and trolling her along to get annoyed with him insulting uh, her ability to do her work. <laughs> I will highlight on a map the area downtown where I think it's likely, and I will show that to you. Uh, Gore. Perfect. So Gore will use that to type out a rather long and rude insult about her ability to work. I don't need script writers that have to dig through dumpsters. I need people who are actually good at their job, uh, which is enough to get her to respond in a very angry and very frustrated manner, but also leads her to be very suspicious. But her reaction puts in place that Gore feels pretty confident that not only is your area probably correct, but there's probably only a couple places she could be in. All right. Or would say if you you know if you got your drones you can fly them overhead and you can find out what they got there or if you have access to the uh, the information networks or anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you could go go for a jog. <laughs> Gord look at a colic and colic kind of looks at him like why are you looking at me before Gord realizing that nobody else is here but you and Barry and well boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, are we going on a mission? <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> boy, what are the stakes here? It's uh, someone's brain, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, wait, they took the wrecker. Mm-hmm. So one on a mission on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Public transport heroes. Wait. What? So yeah. Barry, Barry doesn't outrank me. <laughs> going on a mission with Barry. <laughs> You're the boss now, man. <laughs> All right. So I'm stuck here, or or it's field trip time. Come on, we got fours, a colic, gore, and cobbler. Yep. That sounds like we've got all of our critical bases covered. <laughs> uh, how far are we from downtown where where we think this is? Uh, this isn't too far away from the the main multiplex cinema you went to. Okay. Okay. So it's on the far side of downtown from, from where you guys are at, but that's not a not a hard bus ride to get to. What uh Max and Akalik, what the what are they up for up for going or Max will oh I'll 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 stay behind. I don't wanna I'm good, but a colleague is down for adventure. All right. Uh, I will get my surveillance uh, viewing drone and head out. All righty. Gore wanted to go, too? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so all of you will hop on the bus? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like. Yeah, you have your data pad. A colleague has his laptop, and Gore has his cell phone. But you guys will take off for downtown. Back to the other side of the party as you guys are cruising up the freeway, heading towards the our ferry district. Like I say it's a, it's a couple hours light traffic, but it's a little bit less than that. But you guys are able to arrive by seven or eight after everything you guys have kind of worked on and done so far. Switching over from the Rethy district where Duskbanter is located into the our ferry district is quite a difference. The poverty here seems to be a lot more stark. There's a lot more kind of Houses repaired with particle board and metal sheeting. More of the gangs or groups out here are just out in the open, drinking or throwing beer bottles at large businesses or fancy cars that drive by. You can definitely see where the city is regulated by those who have money and those who do not. But you can definitely see these spotlights that are being set up on the front yard of the Estelle Estate. The small army worth of caterers, butlers, maids, people working to get the area set up as you guys drive past the outside. All right. Who are you going to uh, impersonate again, Dosh? Yeah, I'm going to try to go in as Levix, I think the name was. A uh, journalist. I use that word lightly. <laughs> Someone who writes about the uh, the daily lives of the rich and famous. Let's see if how well we can do that. Great. I'll just try to be your assistant, and if I find a way to break off and do something, then I will, but I'll follow your lead on this one. All right. So you guys, as you park down the street and then start to head that way, Oswald, what are you doing? What are you? What is your goal in all of this? Uh, probably not going inside. I think I would start out by looking at the groups of folks that are bustling about, all the workers and whatnot, and just trying to get a sense of where I might be able to fit in. I mean, what I'm, my initial thought is that maybe I can pass myself off as like a window cleaner or something, but I don't know. Uh, I got to get a sense of what all the activity looks like outside and who's who's watching all these people if anybody or is is it just kind of trusted that these folks all have a job to do and nobody really needs to supervise them there are obviously supervisors about the area uh-huh. going down checklists making sure where tray tables will be set up that roses are trimmed correctly bushes sculpted in such a way to make sure to aid the lighting things like that 
Is there already a company here for window cleaning or outside uh, house grooming of any kind? Yeah, it looks like all of these are just part of a standardized group, right? Like they're not using multiple companies for each thing. Ah, okay. Then yeah, I think I'm going to look for a, an unattended bucket to swipe and a faucet that I can use to get some water in it and plan on going up and cleaning windows with a rag. <laughs> oh, already? You're going to make it streakier. I know. I'm not trying to actually clean the windows. <laughs> I mean, if I find some kind of cleaning supplies unattended in, in a, a truck or a work van or something, I'll grab those too. Okay. Oswald, are you keeping your mining gear on or off? On. I'm thinking I'm going to pass it off as like equipment that I'm using to get access to windows to clean them. Okay. Now, just to be clear, nobody else has mining gear. Right. Is there is there already somebody up there cleaning windows? There is not. Great. Well, with that then in mind, uh, go ahead and give me that bluff check. Mm. Like I say, there are management out here. There are people making sure this is perfect. Yep, I got a 13 on that bluff. <laughs> <laughs> and while you were out there bluffing and pretending to clean windows, <laughs> Dosh, as you approach, a couple of servants of the Del Rose estate will approach you and ask, is there something that we can help you with? I don't like that tone. Excuse me? I'm here... Uh, to interview the host. And you are? Don't you know? Go and give me that bluff check as they both look <laughs> through each other. And... <laughs> All right. Uh, my bluff check is a 33. All right. The panicked look cuts across both their faces as they don't know who you are, but at the same time, this seems like they're in trouble. No, no, uh, I'm sorry. What, what time is your appointment? Now, as I try to walk past them. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. This is this is uh, bluff intimidate. <laughs> <laughs> With the thirty-three, the guards will kind of step aside slash follow along, walking next to Lucius behind you, as you will see them on their slivers, uh, communicating with somebody in the building. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'll stride forward of purpose, having Lucius make pointless notes. Like, write that down. Look at that shrubbery. My God, like <laughs> just. <laughs> yep, yep, the shrubbery. Scribble, scribble, scribble. As we uh, make her, try to make our way into the building, if possible. So yeah. these guards, um, mm -hmm. does this look like these guys might be the actual guards for the event as well? They do look like they work for the estate. Okay. So it might be an idea to... I'll be trying to take note of how many guys they've got. Yeah, like the gear they have on them? Sure, yeah. Like, what kind of uh, threat do they pose to us? Yeah, it looks like most of these are equipped with Seeker pistols. Uh, they do have some low-grade body armor under their nice uniforms. You'd imagine these being not nearly at the level of, like, applied solutions or anything. Yeah. But they do all look like they are trained. Right. Do they seem like they're... I mean, it's hard to say, like... Do they seem like they're competent at what they're doing when they just got walked past by? But... <laughs> Correct, but it's, uh, what? They, they do seem absolutely competent. All right. Alright. There has to be something on this scale of incompetence competence <laughs> when the player rolls a thirty-three. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not like, oh whoops, I dropped my scalpel in the body. <laughs> right. <laughs> Patient yeah. retention. Yeah, so it seems like they're responding like they would they would and should do, but it seems like they, they know what they're doing and Correct. we should be definitely very wary of them while we're while we're being heisty. Yeah. Oswald, for a brief moment, one of the managers here is starting to approach as he kind of calls out, what are you doing up there? Mm -hmm. 
No mining gear around the house. You'll damage it. Before he stops and he checks his sliver, and the man will drop his clipboard and take off running. Oh, great. I will maneuver to the other side of the house. <laughs> All right, go and give me your perception. Okay. Total of 21. You're able to move very quickly and easily across the house and across the roof. This home is massive by standards that feel ridiculous. I mean, the Bold Requisitions office is an outhouse compared to this place. We're looking at four stories, ten bedrooms. The backyard goes on for what must be almost a city block. Okay. But with that 21, as you're bounding across the roof, finding a different spot to start cleaning and gathering info, you will notice that there is a massively large circus tent set up in the backyard area. There's a clear path that leads out to it, but it looks like there's something in the tent. You can't see a shape or outline. It Uh is, you know, you definitely see the poles have been put in there. You can see people are nailing things down and making sure, but it's closed off at the moment. Okay. Must be like 60, 70 feet long. Huh. Almost 20, 30 feet high. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I'll relay that over sliver to Lucius. Hey, boss, there's a big circus tent out back. Real big. I think they got something inside it. Creatures? Big monsters? I don't know. Is it safe for you to take a look? Mm, I can try. The spider from the forest is what's in there. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm already thinking about, like, like I, there's, like, multiple options flashing through my head of what could be in there that I don't want to see. <laughs> Maybe it's just a circus troupe. Who knows? Yeah, I'll, I'll go take a look. All right. <laughs> I've said previous to every time I've been hurt. As we're approaching the end of the session, so, Oswald, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Okay. Total of 22. Excellent. You're able to bound off a couple trees that are closing off the backyard from view from the pores, the pavos, as well as other homes in the area. You're able to get yourself underneath the canopy of the massive circus tent. Inside, a small portion of the army of workers is here cleaning, scrubbing, putting in small details. But you see they finished spray painting the edge of what looks like a massive custom-built airship oh. called the Del Rose. Huh. Well, I don't know how to pilot an airship, but I bet I'm good at it. <laughs> uh, inside, Dosh, with Lucius in tow, as well as the two security guards, with them kind of talk guiding as they're following along to make sure nothing bad happens. With how tall you are, I guess, you look down on a woman that's about 5'6", with kind of mousy brown hair, green eyes, but her stare uh, is that of somebody who does not give a fuck. <laughs> Excellent. She walks out of an office room. Behind her, you can see uh, in a massive circle on the wall, it looks like she collects small cannonballs. Mm-hmm. Though some of them seem to be carved or ingrained with various runes or pictures on them. But as she comes out, what is this? Who are you? Uh, God, I'm going to try to pull off the biggest lie here. <laughs> say, uh, Darlene, it's me. Go and give me that bluff. Yep. <laughs> 14. Whoop. I rolled a natty one. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we will end the scene with her stare <laughs> as competent our fairy guards uh, all draw pistols. <laughs> Wonderful. As we cut back to fours, a colic and gore <laughs> on the bus. Riding on the bus, best friends. Yeah, Akalik is trying to make a little bit of small talk uh, with Gore, but Gore seems to brush him off a little bit. Is like, I'm a little too cool to talk to you. I work here. (laughs) (laughs) 
but you guys will be dropped off downtown a little bit closer to around like six ish so mm-hmm. it's fully dark out now as it's winter time um but you guys are downtown on a thursday as you guys maneuver through the streets uh heading closer to those couple block area go ahead and send me out your perception check with your reconnaissance drone searching the area and i'm gonna keep saying area over and over <laughs> <laughs> This word will mean nothing when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're eating all of the uh, area pizza. There aren't any slices left for anyone else. <laughs> uh, I get it is the green mean uh, 20. <laughs> uh, 31 on my perception. Awesome. Where are you guys? Like, are you guys just in the street in an alleyway? Are you guys... Uh, all wearing sunglasses with newspapers sitting at a bistro. <laughs> I'm not giving directions to to these guys. And I'm still just kind of as myself. I haven't changed myself at all. Okay. I'd probably just kind of go logically to start with the, the top of my list, the most likely. Yeah, with that nat 20, actually you realize the picture of the dilapidated building was taken from wherever they were. So, finding that and working backwards, you're able to find a apartment building that construction stopped, but you do notice another building across from it that looks in pristine condition. Though you don't see anybody coming in and out of it, there's a few lights on. With that nat 20 on your perception though, looking through your reconnaissance drone, you notice the faint shimmer and glitch effects that tell you that there is a hologram over this building. Oh, we've gone into uh, the shadow territory. What is the, ho- is it the hologram of the building? Yeah, it looks like this is a second apartment building that was never finished, but they have put a hologram over it to look like it is done. Gore is able to find that at some point, it looks like the paperwork was lost on this building a few years ago. Okay. And with the contracts no longer able to find it, and nobody kind of following up with it with more recent construction having gone past it, it looks like this has been temporarily uh, lost in the bureaucracy of paperwork. Mm. <laughs> Best squatters ever. <laughs> so it's like the land going back to the state or something? Yeah, so it's all, I mean, it's basically it's controlled by one of the banks uh, mm. in the area, but with nobody like getting alerts or anything that they're supposed to be doing something with it, nobody's doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's a decent little setup. Yeah, we could learn something from them. <laughs> They're probably getting free power. <laughs> right. <laughs> With Gore confirming that, yeah, it looks like this building is just, it's not even on. And he'll pull up a few shots above of the area. So you can see here, it's it's basically blurred out on the maps. I can't find any record of it in landowners, which company owns it. I think this is our spot. Ah, oh, damn. What, does anything show up uh, if I do a network scan? Yeah, you look around a bit, and one network shows up, but it is locked. Mm-hmm. Like, to a degree that I recognize is formidable or expensive. Correct. It seems like this network is fairly well locked down. You know, you pick up other ones, like the local Bahamburger network, the Mithrains, that all have, like, kind of guest Wi-Fis you can jump into. Uh, but this one... It's like a dead zone, and there's only this one Correct. Network. Yeah, the name of this network is 016624076. 7-4. All right, perfect. Well, then we'll go ahead and end here then with you sending out the address and all the information uh, to the party currently being found out. Thanks for listening. 
And of course, like, review, rate, five star, all that jazz if you can. Our intro and outro music is from Nihilord. The title of the track is Catabasis. Alright, have a good one. Bye!